Dragonfly Tales. My name is Leo and this is Emily. Hello! And each episode we will tell you a story from around the world and give you a fun activity to do at home. We want to say a huge thank you so much to everyone who has listened so far. Please share the podcast with your friends and family and remember to subscribe and leave us a review. So, what's the story today? Well, Leo, today's story is from down under. Under what? No, from Australia, mate. Oh, I thought you were going mad. No, no, this is a very old tale from the Australian Aboriginals. Ooh, that's cool. That's right. They were the first people to live in Australia and they understood the land and nature very well. Are there still Aboriginals in Australia now? There certainly are and their stories have been passed down by word of mouth for thousands of years. Why word of mouth? Why didn't they just write them down? Well, all the oldest stories of the world were told in a time before people could write things down. People told them over and over to each other as a way to remember them. And this story is a beginning story. Wow. And it involves a little animal. Can you guess which animal? Listen. A frog? It is, a little frog. And did you know, a long time ago in the dream time, frogs did more than just croak. Frogs could do something else. What could they do? I guess we'll have to find out. How do you think we should start the story today, Leo? I think we should say, Goodbye, mate! You want to hear a story? Um... Or how about, A long time ago, when the world was young. Oh, that I love. A long time ago, when the world was young, Lyrebird was sitting in a tree one morning by the river. Did the bird lie a lot? It wasn't that sort of lyre. It's because it had a tail the shape of a lyre, which is an instrument. And lyrebirds are very clever. They can mimic things. Like what? Uh, Car alarms, (laughs) drills, people's voices. And lyrebird particularly liked to copy the sounds of nature. Lyrebird could make the sound of the river rushing by. Are you ready? Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. And lyrebird liked to copy the sounds of other birds and animals like the babook. Bulk, bulk, bulk. But most of all, lyrebird loved to sing. He had such a beautiful voice. He could do all the high notes like this. Good. He could do all the low notes like this. La 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 la. La 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 la. And he could do all of the beautiful notes in the middle that bind everything together. La 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 la. Very good, Leo. And as Lyrebird was sitting in the tree singing to himself, he noticed something strange in the river. He noticed. Lots of little white bubbles. And in the middle of the white bubbles was one little black bubble. And the bubbles were coming all the way up to the surface of the river. Can you help me? Here we go. And when the bubbles got to the top, the little black bubble went. And out of the bubble came a little frog. 
and the frog crawled his way up onto a lily pad. He puffed out his chest and he said, nothing. Nothing? Why didn't he rib it? He said nothing. And Lyrebird looked at this strange new creature. And Lyrebird said, hello there, little fella. Can you, can you sing? Froggy shook his head. No. Ah, oh. uh, can you talk? Froggy said, well, anyway. And Lyrebird was just thinking that this creature was the most boring creature he'd ever met. And he was just about to fly away when he heard the voice of the spirit creator. Lyrebird, that's not very nice. Froggy isn't boring, he is new. He is your brother. Teach Froggy how to sing. And Lyrebird said, all right, spirit creator. Yes, I'll, I'll, I'll teach him how to sing. Good, said the spirit creator, and he vanished. And so Lyrebird said, Frog, Froggy, mate, would you like to learn how to sing? Yes, yes. Okay, so you, you have to copy me. Um, can you do the sounds of the rushing river? Here we go. Whoosh, 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 whoosh. Oh, that's not bad, Froggy. Um, can you uh, can you make the sound of the baboo bird like this? Bulk, 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 bulk. Good copying, mate. All right. Um, okay, let's try some singing. Um, can you do some high notes for me like this? La 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 you're quite a good singer, Froggy. Uh, can you do some low notes like this? La 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 la. La 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 la. Oh, and how about all of the notes in the middle that bind everything together? Here we go. La 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 I tell you what, Froggy, would you like to learn my super secret, sacred song? Yes, yes. Okay, here we go. You just have to copy me. Ha ho a ho That is brilliant. Froggy, give yourself a little sticky clap. That was really good. Do you know what? Do you know what? Said Lyrebird. You're such a good singer, Froggy. I think we should have a little concert out near the billabong. What's a billabong? A billabong is a watering hole where animals come to drink. And Froggy was so excited by this prospect that Lyrebird flew off to tell all the animals to gather at the billabong the next night when the moon was full. So, Leo, what animals do you think you would find in the bush? Kangaroos. Kangaroos, yes, all the kangaroos the next night came hopping over to the billabong. Can you hop like a kangaroo? Hop, 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 hop. What other animals came? Koalas. Koalas, yeah, with their sharp claws and their fur all over them. They scrambled up the trees and they sat waiting for Froggy to sing. Barramundi. Barramundi is a huge Australian fish. They came swimming up like this, blop, 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 to hear Froggy sing. 
Dingoes. Dingoes. Yeah, desert dogs. They came barking over. Can I hear your dingo? And they sat at the edge of the bullabong. Pussycats. Pussycats. Yeah. In the Australian outback. Meow. Okay. Meow. And Lyrebird said, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming and gathering for our concert here under the full moon around the billabong. I would like to introduce our special singing guest. Put your hands together for Froggy! Froggy was nervous, but Froggy took a deep breath and then showed the animals what he had learnt from Lyrebird. He showed how he could copy the sounds of nature, the rushing river. Are we ready? Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. And how he could make the noise of the babook bird. Go, Froggy. Boo, boo, boo. Lovely. And Froggy showed how he could sing all the high notes. La, 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 la. And all the low notes. La, 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 la. And all the beautiful notes that bind everything together in the middle. La, 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 la. Lovely. And then Lyrebird said, Froggy, do it. Sing the super secret sacred song. And so Froggy sang. Ha, 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 animals clapped. Woo! Well done, Froggy! And Froggy's girlfriend, who was there, she said, I love you, Froggy! Yay! And Lyrebird said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming to the Billabong tonight. Let's hear it one more time for Froggy! Yay! But Froggy wasn't done. Froggy kept going. Ho, 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 And Lyrebird said, Froggy, Froggy, I think, I think, I think you're done now. I think, I think maybe it's time to go home. Thanks, everyone. Another round of applause for Froggy. Yay. But Froggy wasn't done. Froggy kept singing. I am amazing. I am amazing. I'm the greatest singer in all the world. I'm the greatest singer in all the world. I'm so amazing. I'm so amazing. I'm an even better singer than Lyrebird. I'm an even better singer than Lyrebird. Wait a minute, Emily. That's not a very nice thing to say. It's not, is it? How do you think Froggy's behaving? He's being a bit of a show-off. He's being quite big-headed. And Froggy carried on. He still wasn't done. I am amazing. I am amazing. I'm a better singer than you and you and you and you. I'm a better singer than you and you and you and you and you. I'm so amazing. I'm so amazing. I bet I could sing the moon down from the sky. I bet I could sing the moon down from the sky. And he'd come to hear me sing. What? <laughs> I know. Do you, do you think that's possible? Uh, no. Singing the moon down from the sky? Well, Lyrebird didn't think so either, and neither did the dingoes, or the kangaroos, or the barramundi. And one by one, all of the animals started to leave. Even Froggy's girlfriend said, Mate, you think you can sing the moon down from the sky? That's ridiculous. 
I'm going home. And off she hopped. And Lyrebird looked at Froggy and said, It's not very nice. I taught you how to sing. I shared my gift with you and it's gone straight to your head, mate. I'm going home too. And off Lyrebird flew. But Froggy didn't care. Froggy thought he was amazing. Froggy looked up at the big full moon and he sang his little heart out. Are you ready, Leo? Hi! And then he waited, and he waited, and he waited for the moon to come down out of the sky. Did the moon come out of the sky? No. No. The beautiful silver moon just floated in the sky. And Froggy thought, I might need to sing a bit louder. And so he sang louder. Are we ready? Hi! 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 And then he waited, and he waited, and he waited. But did the moon come down out of the sky? No. No, of course not. And now Froggy was getting frustrated and angry and he started shouting at the moon. Oh no, that isn't a good idea. Are you ready? We're going to shout come down moon after three and keep shouting it. Here we go. One, two, three. Three. Come down moon! Come down moon! Come down moon! Come down moon! Froggy realised something to his horror. He had strained his beautiful new voice, broken it beyond repair, because he wouldn't stop shouting at the moon. And so, if you go down to the bush tonight, whenever the moon is bright, you'll see the froggies all sitting round, making the strangest sound. For try and try as hard as they might, they can't get the moon to come down. And that is why, from that day to this, frogs can only... So, Leo, did you like that story? I thought it was brilliant. What was your favourite bit? My favourite bit was when he lost his voice, because that was hilarious. It was. I felt a bit sorry for Froggy, though, but that's what happens if you show off too much and push things too far. Now, every episode after I tell the story, we have an activity for the listeners to do at home. So, Leo, have you got a fun activity for our listeners to do? Yes, I have. But also an important link. Recently, the Australian bush has been consumed by dangerous fires and millions of animals have been injured or killed. If you want to help with the bushfire crisis, adopt a koala or donate some money. There's a link in our episode notes. That's brilliant, Leo, and such a worthy cause. And now for our activity. 
Because the story is all about singing, croaking and sound, I thought it might be fun to do a sound experiment. Excellent. Voice is actually vibrations. To produce a sound, our vocal cords vibrate the air passing through the throat. The sound waves spread until they are received in the eardrum of the listener and the sound waves vibrate the eardrum. Then the eardrum passes these vibrations to the inner ear, to the auditory nerve, which translates them into voices and sounds. How do you know all this? I like science. So, I thought we could make a model eardrum so you can see this happen. That sounds complicated. Actually, it's really easy. You will need a large bowl or pot, plastic wrap, cling film, 20 to 30 grains of uncooked rice, a baking tray. Firstly, to make a model of the eardrum, stretch a piece of plastic wrap over your bowl or pot. Make sure the wrap is on there tight. The plastic wrap represents the eardrum. Okay. Place about 20 to 30 grains of uncooked rice on on the top of the plastic wrap. So not in the bowl, on the top of the cling film? Yes. Okay. Now you need some noise. Hold the baking tray close to the plastic wrap. Hit the baking tray to create a big bang noise and watch the rice grains jump. Cool. Now you know how sound causes your eardrum to vibrate, sending messages to your brain about the sounds you're hearing. Leo, that's amazing. Shall we try that later? Yeah. So you can find a link to the eardrum model, the Australia Bush Fire Appeal, and I thought it might be fun to put a YouTube link to a lyrebird making silly noises. Yeah. So all of that will be in the episode notes. And please remember to subscribe and leave us a review. You can also tell us what stories you would like to hear. You have been listening to Dragonfly Tales with Emily and Leo. We hope you enjoyed our podcast and we'll be back with another story soon. But until then, hippity hop away. That's our tale for today. Bye. Dragonfly Tales podcast is brought to you by Tales from the Dragonfly. Come and follow our Facebook page, Tales from the Dragonfly. Find us on Instagram at mdragontales and on Twitter at Tales from the DR1.